Are dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top-notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state-of-the-art equipment and techniques. Rogerstein Crash Repairs saved my car. It looks brand new. Fast, friendly and reliable. I wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle. Don't let accidents slow you down. Visit Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide at 14 Penner Avenue, Glind for quality service you can count on. And here's a special offer just for our listeners. Mention this podcast and receive a $100 discount on your repair. Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair. Past players. Past legends. Past legends. We welcome to the show Ben Warren, past South Adelaide and Nord a player, and of course Nord Premiership coach in 2014. Benny, quick go uh, 2001 to 2010 at South Adelaide, 163 games, 345 goals. Uh, of course, then at Nord in 12 and 13, 42 games, 69 goals, and uh, leading goal kicker at South just for a casual six years in a row, and captain in 2010. Welcome aboard, Benny. Thanks, gentlemen. How are you going? Very, very good, mate. Uh, we'll, we'll start back. Where did you start with your juniors, mate? Where did you Where did you play when you were a junior? Uh, I'm a Langhorne Creek hawk, so I grew up yes. out near Wellington on a dairy farm. So Langhorne Creek was the local footy club there, and uh, Dad was a 457-game player at Langhorne Creek. So I uh, went out there, and then obviously, yeah, uh, was uh, recruited to South Adelaide through the zone. Through John Griffin. The, uh, you know, I'm quite, uh, you know, I... I Griff's the best coach that I've closely been involved with. And, uh, of course, Griff and Greg Anderson travelled out to your uh, out to your illustrious farm, uh, Benny. They did. They did. Uh, Griff was probably uh, was very instrumental in getting me to, uh, to South Adelaide because uh, without his push, I probably wouldn't have gone. But, um, look, South Adelaide were, uh, were fantastic for me. And uh, they were in, into me early, probably when I was about 15 or 16. But... Uh, my mother uh, doesn't drive; she's visually impaired. So, and being on a dairy farm, it was always going to be difficult to travel from Wellington to Norlunga. <clears throat> so, it never eventuated until I left school, and Griff was a big part of that for sure. Because you didn't have, you only played the. So, you played under Greg Anderson, Robert Pyman, Gary, of course, under John Cale and Clay Sampson. Uh, Robert Pyman was the one where you played a, played finals, the only finals appearance in two thousand and six, Benny. So, it was a Bit of a lean pickings in that sort of regard. Very tumultuous times. Uh, yeah, we've only played the one final series. We had Ron Fuller at the end of my career. Yeah. Uh, Gary Cameron, yep. the former Geelong Cat and South Adelaide Panther. He, I think he took the reins for about four or five games there at some stage. So From John Cale. Six, six coaches, I think it was. So, yeah, yeah five or six. But, um, no, it was great to be coached by Jack. I was a Port Adelaide a supporter as a kid. So, really uh, idolised Jack and... He only lasted six games, which was uh, interesting. But uh, we won, I think we won three of them and lost the next three and then he was gone. So yeah, Interesting times there. Oh, wow. What's the other favourite me- uh, memories down at uh, Windy Norlunga, uh, uh, 
Benny? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, look, it was just great to, to play league football. I, I, you know, obviously, I followed the sample closely as a kid. And to go and play league football was a great thrill. And uh, to meet a few, obviously, lifelong friends, uh, a few, few of the guys from a wedding that were at South Adelaide when I, when I, first, uh, when I went there. And so it's been a, uh, you know, still keeping in contact with Neil Sharp and Jared Wright down there. And uh, yeah, a big part of my life, 10 years. So it was uh, obviously disappointing to leave. and uh, and uh, But obviously turned out pretty good leaving there to go to Nord. So you had the year back at uh, Langhorn Creek in 11 and, and that. Back at your home club, and of course you're the king of cricket. We'll get to that later at Langhorn Creek. Um, then, of course, recruited an Nord. Go through that one, mate. Yeah, I had a bit of a hip injury, uh, a bursitis in my hip through 2010, and sort of Ron was new to the club, and I think he was keen to. I think he, he might have said, "If you know, you can finish uh, bottom with the players we've got, or we'll finish, we can finish bottom without you." Is sort of thing in terms of promoting the youth. So, look, I wasn't a highly played player at South Adelaide. I was through the zone and. So, but uh, yeah, had a hip problem. Went to, didn't know if it'd be fixed uh, in time to play Sanford football. And it wasn't until about 2011 in April that it came good. Went to a specialist on numerous occasions and finally got a fix. And Mark Ross was uh, good enough to give me a call and, and just throughout the year kept in contact. And, and then obviously at 29 years of age, uh, look, I wasn't overly keen to, to play local footy at that time. I was still sort of had a little bit left in the tank, but uh so yeah, went to Nord and uh, obviously had the two premierships here and and uh, had a great time under under Bass. And with that under Bass, did you meet up beforehand and found your footy philosophies were pretty similar, or in that because you certainly fitted Bass's game plan and you were superb in the back play, going as the plus one quite often when we were in front. You know, it was the defensive game plan, which you know, Bass's game plan was defensive, but you more than played your role and you were fantastic. In the plus one role as well. Yeah, I definitely uh, liked what I heard from Nathan for sure. But it was something a little bit different than, and than what I, you know, heard, heard previously over the years. Most of the coaches were very similar. Yeah. You know, and, you know, the, and even the training sessions. But yeah, Nathan was a bit more role specific. And if you're a forward, we do this sort of training. Crafts and midfield do that, and defenders do, and really emphasise um, your role. And uh, so I guess when you're a little bit older too, you, you're a little bit more understanding about that team orientation and when you're young, you just want to play the game, don't you? And yep. so to, to come along there and, you know, we had Brett Zorzi and Kieran McGuinness and James Gallagher and a few older guys that was just good to play with who were really good guys and obviously very talented footballers and just to be able to play alongside those guys and, and fit in really and, and, and play 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 your role, as Nathan used to say, was, was really rewarding. And Nathan used to reward the behaviours that he wanted to see. So if you did some... Team team orientated yep. uh, behaviours. He would always reward that, which was great. And and uh, you know we had a very strong team, no doubt. I think Nord might have got knocked out in the preliminary final the year before. Yep. yep. So they were sort of uh, hungry, and uh, after a grand final loss the year before that, so still well and truly in the window. And to, to top up with, um, I think Luke Jericho actually came out of retirement or yep. came back that year, maybe in from Westies and from Westies. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it was good. Good group of uh, men to, and, and Nathan's obviously a wonderful coach, and, and I just really, yeah, really enjoyed winning. You know, I think I only won forty games across my one hundred and sixty-three at, at uh, South Adelaide. I think we won thirty-six or seven yeah. at Nord when I was there. So it's far more enjoyable when you're winning. Uh, so where did uh, so let's go back to the nickname, mate? Where did uh, where did that come into play? 
Uh, Douglas is my middle name, so Dugger. Oh, okay. Just straight from the middle name. Okay. Yeah, I always wondered that. Pretty, pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a bit boring. You could have got, could have livened that up, mate. Yes. <laughs> what, what, going back to your, your time at South Adelaide, uh, was it hard to to, uh, to to leave South Adelaide and, and play at another SNFL club, or had you given everything to South and it was time for a change? No, it was very difficult because you always think, uh, and, you know, even players that I speak to now, you potentially might be recruiting to come to other sample clubs that, you know, they want to be a one-club player. And I certainly thought never in my wildest dreams would I leave South Adelaide. I know, you know, in 07, I wasn't in great form for a while there and, and played a couple of twos games after. Uh, and North Adelaide obviously rang and Port Adelaide offered me some huge deals, you know, uh, to what I was on, you know, 10 times what I was getting. And, uh, you know, just to be able to, I didn't obviously take the plunge then. But uh, I think when, you know, I could see Ron was clearly wanted to get some, you know, youth into the team and um, get a few more younger recruits at the club. And, and all my friends had left, to be honest, at South Adelaide at the end of 2009 when Ron was appointed. Uh, Tommy Hutley and, you know, Clay Sampson, the coach, had gone and a few of those guys. So it didn't – it was, certainly wasn't easy, but, uh, you know, I'm, you know, you go to Nord and there was just the most wonderful people there. It was uh, fantastic. It's safe to say it was one of your best career moves. Yeah, it was probably more forced, not forced, but it wasn't uh, something you ever envisaged, I guess, to go to another club. But uh, just great to play in front of, you know, the crowds on the Friday night there at the parade. And mm. it was just, uh, and, you know, the history, you know, South Adelaide's a very um, historic club as well. But Nord, you know, in recent times, have probably you know, South have won a premiership for 60 years. But uh, still some wonderful people at South Adelaide. But, yeah, Nord just obviously got that, uh, yeah, historic and Were iconic you- Team. Were you at South Adelaide when they moved to Norlunga, where it was pretty open initially? No, nah, 95 they moved there. I came at yeah. the end of 2000, so, right. um, yeah. Uh, Benny, of course, a bit of pride too, you know, kicking four in your last game. You know, like Brett Zorzi winning the Jack Odie in his last game. It was uh, a contribution right right to the line. In, in, uh, you know, And you certainly could have gone on in 14. There was no doubt about that. Yeah, no, it was, uh, look, I, I, I was certainly at the end of the line for sure. But I think, uh, you know, again, one of the, just playing in a very good team, you know, we were, uh, I think we only lost, we didn't lose a game after round 10 that year in 13. And I guess you never had to really do more than what, you know, you didn't feel like you had to do more than what you needed to do. I think if you just, you know, my role was really a competition role. You know, if I could kick a goal or two a game, set a few up, um, help the young kids, you know, with Ratio Fantasia, Peter Bampton. Uh, uh, who else was up there? Oh, Trent Dumont was in the midfield, so Josh had quite Johnson. a youthful. T- you know, James Ace was in there as well, and so it was just good to play. A nice blend of experience and youth, and and uh, yeah, it was just good fun to be a part of. Of course, as you said, you're right. I reckon the perfect wording was roles. Like there was Andrew Ace in the thirteen grand final, almost played as a quarterback role to stop the North run transition through the through the middle, and it was very role Pacific under Bass. There was never any doubt about that. Yeah, he, and I think that the art of coaching as well is, you know, you, if you have your roles, you've got to be able to see which players can play them as well. And I think that's yeah. one of Bass's greatest strengths is he could he could see what players he wanted to, to play in those roles. And young James Ace, you know, I think he came in at 16. And I remember him uh, at the start of 2000, at the end of 2011 there, we must have been training in the gym and he's 15 years old. And I thought, oh, this skinny kid. And he was quietly confident. And he said, uh, he said, I've got, yeah, I got my eyes on round one. And I thought, this is a bit bloody... Bit delusional, this kid. But uh, little did I know that he was going to 
start in round one and finish uh, two years later with two premierships and then off to uh, to Brisbane. Casual, 24 games, two premierships, one loss. It's an extraordinary <laughs> That is stat. a statistic that continues not only yeah. to come up on this podcast, but it's, it is bizarre. It is a good, good stat. Yes. And Benny, since finishing up, you know, and then go to how um, coming coming about to end up coaching Nord, mate. Yeah, transitioning into the role. Yeah, it was all a bit uh, bit bizarre, um, bit of a whirlwind. But uh, I think as you as you saw, Nathan was a, a step ahead of the sample at the time, and even ahead of some AFL clubs in the way that he coached. Coached, uh, you know, because obviously back then we had AFL players playing in our Nord team. You know, Matt Thomas, Lewis Stevenson. Brent Renouf and Pfeiffer, yeah, and they're all coming in. Luke Brown, they're playing with us. You know, they were very complimentary of uh, Nathan's coaching. So I guess uh, the club probably didn't want to take a a backward step in terms of hiring someone at the time that, you know, maybe didn't understand Nathan's methods. Or So I guess from that point of view, the club wanted to to continue that uh, type of football, which, um, you know, obviously for whatever reason I was chosen and, and, uh, yeah, it, all, it obviously worked out pretty well. We, we won the we won in 2014. We didn't start overly well, but uh, yeah, it was all a bit of a yeah. You know, it was a fantastic, fantastic experience, that's for sure. So, um, and I thought you added a little bit more, a little bit of attack, attacking flair. Like the, the second semi and grand finals were both great games of football. Mm. Okay, yes, we're biased Norwood way, and we won, but Absolutely. geez, they were good footy. Yeah, I well. think uh, what people probably don't know. I think after round eight, we averaged 101 points a game. Yeah. You know, which um, look, Nathan's team's averaged over a hundred, um, but the, the, yeah, we we just certainly screwed the other teams into the ground, really. Yeah. Um, and but uh, you know, we probably didn't have the quality, you know, without being disrespectful to the 2014 team. But when you take out half a dozen AFL players, exactly, um, you're probably not going to be as, as strong as the 12 and 13 team. But uh, now the boys are fantastic in 14. But when you got you know Kieran McGuinness and Matthew Panos and uh, Michael Newton. You know these guys are AFL quality, and uh, you know they were wonderful, wonderful players. And and you saw what Panos said this year in the grand final yeah. last year. You he's, know, still the, yeah. he's still a star, and uh, no, they're a great team to coach. And look, I'll go, I'll go here on a limb. Personally, I I don't think Ben received the appropriate support at Nord, and too too many other people got to say who shouldn't have. Um, yeah, I'm quite open and honest about that. Probably may have had a. Your discussion defending you, Benjamin, at uh, at the parade. So yeah, I, but uh, I certainly stick to my uh, guns and opinions on that one, mate. So you have still got a supporter here. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you, Rob. No, it's all good, mate. It's all good. It's uh, because one of those times where the club uh, we lost a lot of players. Uh, p- p- people don't probably don't understand. We lost. Uh, I think we lost twelve after two thousand and twelve, exactly. and thirteen after thirteen, and then we lost seven at fourteen, and oh, we lose seven at the end of fifteen. So. It's a lot of players, a lot of quality. You know, you lose over up to I think it was thirty players we lost in three or four years. So, and we were banned for recruiting for for two thousand and fourteen. So yeah. uh, it was always going to be up against it. After I thought maybe in fifteen we we pro- you know we had a lot of injuries, but we probably should have at least finished in the top three in fifteen. And yeah. uh, but uh, we missed out by point you know two of a percent behind West Adelaide, and and uh, you go to elimination, you get rolled. So then things. Yeah, just started to unravel a bit. a bit there, and and yeah, you lose a few players after that, and uh, yeah, you can't always win though. I know that exactly. I, I must admit, I was surprised to see uh, you depart Norwood uh, like that as well. But uh, you moved on since then to be an assistant coach at South and Sturt. 
Yeah, Marty Matner was uh, the coach of, instead of 2016, my last year at Nord, and they obviously rang me straight after I left Nord, and they had a vacant uh, midfield role there, so uh, I was still keen to stay involved somewhere. And So I took that up for three years with Martin and Nathan Grimer, and then I was going to have a year off in uh, 2020, but COVID hit, and then I hadn't been back at South really since since I left. And uh, Jared Wright rang, and you know, COVID was sort of a bit of an interrupted year, so I didn't go out there till sort of February or whenever it was when they sort of well, February or March when it was sort of COVID sort of hit. And so yeah, I really enjoyed my two years at South Adelaide. Uh, we made two preliminary finals, and we probably should have won one of them. But uh, we didn't, and uh, it would have been good to see the Panthers make a grand final. It's been a pretty uh, long drought for them, unfortunately. And and then last year, just took the year off. Just my little fella, he's nine, and my daughter's eleven. Where our daughter's eleven, so they're both playing football, cricket, netball, um, basketball. So life gets busy, and uh, but I have rejoined. Yeah, you couldn't help yourself, um, Benny. <laughs> Marty, yeah, it was one of those things, mate. It's, what, what are you doing on a Saturday afternoon? But. Uh, or a Friday night, but no, I really, uh, really enjoyed Sturt. Like they, uh, it's, you know, I live, I work in the city. Only, I think it's five minutes from my work, so it's just we live at Plimpton Park, so it's a, about a ten-minute round trip, you know. So it's it's very convenient. Otherwise, uh, no, I, you know, still really enjoy the Panthers, but uh, just a bit far away at the moment for me. And cricket-wise, at Langhorn Creek, uh, and that uh, cricket, yeah, hard-hitting left-hand batsman. Very successful, right and medium pacer. Through your cricket sort of stuff too, Benny. Yeah, uh, so I've started number 13s, laying on Creek, and I've pretty much have played all the way through. I think I had about five years off at the end of my sample career where I was just, you know, recovery and injury and those sort of things sort of got in the way and wanted to try and maximise my sample career. So, but yes, when I finished playing, I, uh, I think it was, must have been 2015, I got back into it uh, when I was coaching Nord and. And, uh, yeah, we've made the finals. The A-grade have made the finals every year since then. And, um, we've, yeah, the club's going really well. We've got four senior teams for a population of 400. And we've got uh, four and a half junior teams. So we're, the club's didn't, going really well. really enjoy it. Didn't didn't Nord have a, a pretty solid uh, cricketing side through that period as well that you were at Nord? There was a oh, few guys that played yeah, cricket. A lot no, of guys have played. Yeah, yeah Tim, yes. Tim Webber's a district cricketer. He, Tim, we actually have a... Uh, a few of us still play on a Tuesday night for the Kensington Old Man's team uh, in the T20, which Malcolm comes out and supports. And Tim Webber, um, I'm sure Malcolm's yeah. told you about yeah, the I story. Have on, fair, yeah, yep. yeah Tuesday night, the game got abandoned. But uh, yeah. Tim Webber, uh, Nathan Bassett was obviously a very good player. Scotty Bassett, uh, Robbie Neal played a couple of games last year. Former the Nord boys former had a, the Nord boys were playing in a side for uh, Princes and. It was quite funny. It was against Paynham and I turned up and Zach Richards called me over. He said, uh, Malcolm, the scorer knows knows all of us. I said, yeah, well, Grant Wosley, he's a Nord man as well, mate. He said, uh, half of us are playing under false names. I said, that's all right. That's, uh, not a problem. <laughs> so it was quite uh, quite humorous. And yeah, Zach, he's yeah, a good, yeah, good little left-hander, Zachy. Yeah, so it was a bit fun. Now, Benny, you know, you're lucky enough team manager-wise. You, know, you had the calm compose Mark Robinson at Nord. Uh, understand you may have tried to end the career of a cricket team manager. Roscoe, the great man. <laughs> Best in You know, mate, I, yes. I didn't realise he, he, he's taken it to heart, but last year we had a, uh, we didn't have a, we had a game disqualified because the player wasn't registered. So I, 
just thought I'd send uh, Roscoe a text about making sure if everyone's quali- uh, qualified for the finals this year, we don't want to get disqualified because if anyone can make it happen, it's Roscoe. Well, we didn't take it too too kindly, and he retired. Yeah. So. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> actually didn't realise the full story there, Benny. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic yes. times, cool. Yeah. It, was all t- it was all tongue in, it was all tongue in cheek, cheek but yeah. uh, I think he was managing about five teams and he didn't take it too kindly. Uh, Roscoe, but uh, he's a good yeah. man, Roscoe. Enjoy, enjoy his company. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Dob Basfield, for that one. I didn't get the full story, I admit, so apologies <laughs> on that one. <laughs> so, Has yeah. cricket cricket obviously always been in the blood as well? I mean, obviously excelled at football but um, and, and you've done pretty well at cricket, but something that you continue to love doing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, it's something that I, I probably enjoyed cricket more as a kid. Uh, but uh, football's more, you know, more of a team game and a bit more fun, a bit more bums on seats, people come and watch, and it's a great atmosphere at Langhorne Creek if you've ever been there, and we've got a great little club. But uh, cricket was, um, yeah, always been, a, obviously just watching the uh, test match now. And Aussies are going okay, but uh, my son's in the cricket as well. He plays down at the Phantoms, and I was lucky enough to play in the over forty state team this year in Gosford um, a few months ago, which was yeah, a I bit of a thrill. That's right, you did play that, yeah. So with Jamie, uh, with Jamie Pinelli and that, yeah, yeah, Jamie's a great man. So uh, didn't know too many players in the in the, in the squad, but uh, certainly came over with a few friends and a few new friends. So it was good fun. Which is what sports all about in the end. Absolutely. Who uh, who was the best player you played with, mate? At, at Nord, yeah, we'll, we'll say Nord first. Oh, it's hard to go past Kieran McGuinness. Yeah, yeah, I'm. He I'm was in just a, a uh, you know ability to read the play and defend. You know, and even he was great. He was a great, uh, wonderful captain as well. You know, he's very level headed, and um, he was a, a great influence on the group, particularly in fourteen when uh, we had you know Bazzorzi and and. Uh, or gag finishing yeah. twelve, yeah. but uh, we had, I think Pfeiffer left and yeah, Suckling and yep. all those sort of older guys left. So for him to to take over, really take control of the group, really, you know, he was just as much as, as a coach as I was. I just had the bloody bad news of telling people they couldn't play, you know, when they get axed. But uh, Karen was a much loved figure in the club and, and still is. Very much so. What about at South Adelaide, mate? Yeah, we had a well. See, when I first started, we had a lot of wonderful players. Like a lot of players came over from the AFL back then, you know, and and guys that I, you know, idolised Phil Merton and Simon Crawshaw, both Hawthorne players. I was a Hawthorne man, so um, Clay Sampson was a Premiership crow, you know. Uh, it was a whole host of players at the Panthers. A lot of talent. Chris Hall was probably one of the better ones. Uh, he was a Port Power uh, rookie yeah, there, but he was a Saturday junior, he? Yeah. left footer. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, I would say probably Chris at this stage, yeah. And did you have any aspirations of playing AFL? Oh, I certainly did when I was when I was younger, but uh, you know, in those days, like if you didn't make it at eighteen, your career was yep. t- to go to the AFL was about point oh four percent, I reckon it would have been back then. But now it's obviously it's been a lot more uh there's a lot more options and um the the recruiters are more open. But uh, look I probably wasn't quite good enough. But I did train with Port Adelaide in at the end of 2001 for about eight weeks there. And Nick Jackman actually took the spot. It was a former, it was a good mate of mine at the Panthers and yeah, also Nord. Yep. Yes, that's and right. Yeah, dentist. The, the dentist, yep. Yep, I think he got a new dentist. Uh, yeah, on the parade. Yep. On the parade there, Bueller. So. Um, and then Scotty Borlace, I think, trained there. He got on the next year. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was myself. So I, I was the one that didn't uh, obviously get a spot, but Scott and Nick 
got one. Yeah, got a spot each. Benny, overall, just a, a huge contribution to the game overall at Pantherland, and then of course at the parade. The parade. Uh, great, massive respect, and uh, I'm sure we will catch up to probably next Tuesday night, mate. Sounds good, man. Thank you for having me. Okay, thanks, Benny. Thank you very much, Benny, for joining us. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Benny.